Welcome to get this back after Easter. I hate it. Right. <laughs> I hate it. I have nothing to do. <laughs> it's Triple M. It's get this myself, Tony Martin and Cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> downstairs. I should have actually pixelated my face, but because I hadn't shaved that day. What are you doing, Marthland? Get in here for a sketch. <laughs> All right, just wow. have to get my comedy wig. <laughs> we have had an exciting weekend. Yeah. We've had Rich, I get in this morning and Richard says to me, uh, Tone, did you see 20 years of rage? Yeah. I assumed he was referring to my work with Mick Malloy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, so I watched it inside. Uh, it was terrific. It was, I mean, just think in two decades we'll be saying the same thing about the catch-up, but um, it was uh, six hours of yeah. uh, just solid, like, great clips, like the, the flagship uh, video clips of every single year. Yeah. And uh, some of the wonderful guest programmers who have drifted through. James Valentine guest programmed the right. Yeah, he did. Years wasn't ago. that back in the days of when he was in the afternoon? He was like a cool dude in the afternoon, introducing to Grassy Junior High. Yeah, when he was doing growing straight to Press Gang, the best <laughs> TV show ever. The afternoon show, yeah. yeah did yeah, they yeah. show the old uh, countdowns? Did they show the uh, decade of countdown? No, I didn't do any of that. The 1970s, the, the best one is when they review the entire 1970s. And obviously, the week they shot at the neck had gone to number one oh, yeah, yeah. with my Sharona. So it's just a series of people just <laughs> saying how great and influential the neck are. <laughs> you got Paul McGrath. Correct. Well, you know what we were doing, and uh, it's kind of like what the knack are doing now. It's <laughs> a series of people invoking the neck. Paul Dylan. Really? Talking about the neck. But it's, I think it's on every Saturday night, and they're, they're up to 1991. Mm. Right. So I think next week's 91 to 97. But a great TV show. What about. Uh, have you seen what Kevin Rudd's up to on the telly? He's got a segment on Sunrise. Did you realise that? No. Look at this bigger fury on Rudd insult. Vietnam veterans are offended by Kevin Rudd's request for a fake dawn service so he can commemorate Anzac Day live on Channel 7's breakfast show from Long Tan. The plan for an earlier service to coincide with the peak 7.15 TV ratings period was hatched by Mr <laughs> Rudd's office. Hatched! And the staff of Sunrise several weeks ago. It's a bloody joke, said one veteran. Oh, yeah. There's only one dawn, you know. Koshy's coming out, wants to do a live cross, and because Australia's three out of the air, they want a 3 a.m. service. It makes a mockery of the whole bloody thing. Mm -hmm. Mr. Rudd has also requested that the next FIFA World Cup final be staged next Thursday at 7.15. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does, his segment. <laughs> 
the opening night of Les Miserables at the Opera House has been moved up to 7.15 in the morning. <laughs> so Mr Rudd can be seen walking up the red carpet live <laughs> on his segment. The opening ceremony of the 2000 Olympic Games is being restaged at 7.15 tomorrow morning. Very good news. Uh, followed on Thursday by the D-Day invasion of Normandy live in the Channel 9 <laughs> studios with many of the original cast. Wow. <laughs> the first manned space flight to Mars currently scheduled for 2030 is now happening next Tuesday morning at 7.15. Getting things happening. Good footage. And finally, Mr. Rudd will be performing his victory speech uh, from the federal election later this year at 7.15 on Monday, again on Wednesday, and on Friday, where he'll be accompanied by the late Jimi Hendrix. Somehow. Wow. Hendrix was unimpressed by his reanimation and enforced servitude on the set of Sunrise, saying, It's a bloody joke! <laughs> That's all he was wont to do. You see what I'm saying? We've had four days off. Yeah. And it's been three blokes sitting around watching telly. No, uh, we've got. We was pretty sad in the in the office this morning. Yeah. All of us quietly admitting that we spent the weekend in front of television. Ooh. We've got Ross Noble coming in later. Yeah. He's been driving around the country on a motorbike, living a life. He's been outside. Yeah. We're gonna have to pull our act together by the time Ross gets in here. The other day I went out and it was hot and I had a jumper on, obviously. Yeah, of course. And it was it was so hot that it was like clearly singlet weather. People glaring at me in the street <laughs> while my face was sweaty, beads of sweat all over my face. I had to go home. YouTube for three or four hours to cool off the safety, the sanctuary of YouTube. <laughs> Let's get this program started and we'll be back to play. Oh my god. It's back. Oh yes! Family, believe it or not. <laughs> Noble is coming in, guys. We're going to need unusual facts. Oh, okay. And he's, he's going around the country on a motorbike. Yeah. Did you know that? I did. Looking for eccentric Australians. Mm. What about that bloke with the anti-gravity wheelbarrow? Yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> How's he going? It's an old water pump uh, with gravity written on the side. Yeah, yeah. See, that's working against him. <laughs> he's plugging the opposition. He's <laughs> <laughs> written gravity on the side of my anti-gravity machine. Oh, and I've got to mention skateboard wheels on the bottom. So really, oh, skateboard yeah, wheels. It's all taken care of. You'll be out of your own Gippsland. And the gravity gets sucked into a pipe. Yep. Yeah. Goes down into the wheelbarrow and yep. gets turned into non-gravity. Non-gravity. Anti-matter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That sounds like something you'd hear about in Cavalier's Believe It or Not. Hang on a second, just before you hit that. You realise that we've had no Nickelback this year. What? There's been no Nickelback. I don't think... That's because, the... uh, you know why? Tinder. Oh, you've broken the rules. Oh, what's the rule? Right? You know the rule. What does it say on the music log? Well, they're still on the crown. That's what, what you does it say on the music log? Yeah? Don't mention uh, that somebody, the Hindus sound like Nickelback. Okay. People don't like Nickelback. Well, <laughs> I didn't mean to mention that. People wouldn't have thought of that for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks to Ed, Nickelback is back. Oh, yes, because it's time to play Cavalier, believe it or not. <laughs> Thank you, Chad Krogan, Nate Turton, former trampoline champion turned lead singer of Nickelback. <laughs> what are we playing? Family, believe it or not. How does it work? Uh, for those of you who've never heard it before, buckle up, because uh, it's a hell of a ride. I've got me Take 5 magazine, yeah, and yeah. I've dragged out headlines, yes. some of which are real, and other ones I've made up. The Cavalier, I've made them up. So I asked Richard mm-hmm. uh, and Tone the questions, and we'll save some for Ross. 
and uh, and then you say uh, whether you believe it or not. Yeah. And either I'm right or you're right. Yeah. Okay. And whoever wins gets a sandwich. So, uh, first, first one. We ready? Yes. My mower is a racing bike. My mower is a racing bike. I reckon that's real. What? Okay. You're right. Oh, okay. A guy, Jay Dean from Junction Hill in New South Wales, won 50 bucks because he sent in this thing where he uh, put a lawnmower on the front of his... Uh, of his, uh, of his of his push bike, mm. and he says he's, he's with the cost of fuel these days, it's the most efficient way of getting around. That's fantastic. And where is that in New South Wales? In Junction Hill, in Victoria, that would be an anti gravity machine. <laughs> <laughs> ET style. <laughs> All right, so, ready? Yep. Uh, Richard? Good. We've sorted that one out. <laughs> okay, ready? You one. ready? Yeah. <laughs> I'm growing duck fruit. <laughs> Look, I reckon you've made that one up because it's a combination of three words that shouldn't be together. You reckon that's Cavalry? Yeah. Incorrect, my friend. Oh, oh look okay. Guy. <laughs> uh, Sarah, sorry, a girl, Sarah Stokes from Thornville in WA, has sent in, look at that, a duck, a, a, a tomato she's grown in the shape of a duck. She's Amazing. deliberately, she's genetically modified. She's seen a hole in the market. Yeah. Duck-shaped Look at that. And how has she encouraged an apple to become duck-shaped? It's, an, it's a tomato, Tone. Uh, she doesn't that say. It would be ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't say. But she got 50 bucks. So <laughs> if it looked like the Virgin Mary, she would have got heaps more for it, though. Hang on. If she could get a second fruit mm. to grow into the shape of a duck, double, she could then lean it against the first <laughs> one while they're having sex. 25 bucks from the double dick. <laughs> 75 bucks. If she can somehow shave it a bit to make it look like the Virgin Mary, thousands on eBay. <laughs> Do they still do the double-decker department? No. no. Any two objects that appear to be roofing, and it's 25 bucks. <laughs> People magazine? That's in, People used to do that. Santa Chalera. Santa Chalera always sent in every week for five years a picture of a double-decker park. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Never one. Right, you ready? Tony. Yeah. I There's only two of us here. Sorry. I fixed the fence with a post. <laughs> Somebody down and, and they fixed it. They got 50 bucks sent in a photograph of their ingenious husband who's thought to put a fence post into a fence. 50 bucks! Is it a fence post made from a tomato? No. <laughs> that would be worth your while. It doesn't look like doesn't look anybody. All right, ready? Yep. Man fixes flat tire with tire fixing. Yeah, 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 yeah. How's this? 50 bucks for you, my friend. Yes. Ready, Richard? Yeah. I threw up in my sleeve. <laughs> Well, I know this one is actually true, and I, you know, even if I didn't know the story, you would have to assume it somewhere. It's true, isn't it? It's true. We got to say who it was, but it was a well, a formerly well-known Melbourne comedian was chatting up Andrea Powell, who comes on the show, chatting her up, and then just all of a sudden throws up in his own sleeve, and then asks someone else, "Do you reckon she spotted that?" And then. Went back for a second dip about an hour later. New jumper on it, the same one. Oh. <laughs> Still keeping it. Like <laughs> sleeves. Is that it? There's two more, but we could save them. I save them for Ross. Yeah. Let's hit Ross. They're the good ones, too. Let's go. All right, there we go. But, uh, so there we go, everyone. If anyone who's been looking forward to that, sorry about it. <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> Crime Watch will win him back. Oh, that's good. Oh, Crime Watch next on Get This. <laughs> That's you too here at Get This Around the Nation, where need I remind you, it's April. 
Are you capable, Australia? Are they capable out there, Tyrone? Are you capable of wearing a cape to work? Not a cloak, not some sort of Obi-Wan robes. We're talking a cape, like a superhero would wear. Just over your normal clothes. Uh, yeah, we need to be more... He's <laughs> <laughs> nothing out this broadcasting cape. Uh, we need to be specific. Yeah. Because there's a lovely guy on my MySpace who's got his, uh, his coat from work. Sure. Good work for being the first one in, but yep. that's not a cape. No good. There's, there's a guy in a yellow cape just walking into his work with a briefcase. <laughs> that looks damn fine. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Uh, and then there's a dog. Someone's got their dog in, uh, clearly, like, just a bath, a bath towel yeah. sitting in the backyard. That's, I mean, is the dog working in the backyard? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's good, though, but it's good. We yeah. somewhere. This is Glenn Smith, who's uh, emailed us from Japan with many photographs of him just programming his VCR. Very tape on. <laughs> a train driver's hat, which is nice. He's not there to leave the house. <laughs> He's got a flat cap on. Clearly, he drives a vintage car. Okay, is that really the total sum? Tony, this, this is the yeah, problem with days off. The dog is way ahead at this point. Yeah, yeah, because people don't trust us. They think we're offering an iMac, a proper 24-inch iMac. Mm. No, let's just get this taken to piss. It'll turn out to be, you know, an old copy of Take 5 <laughs> and some expired tacos from the prize cupboard at Triple M. No, it's an actual iMac. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, uh, 200 and, or 100? 247. We're giving some away. Get this. Uh, Where are the three? We've lost three already. That's the ones that we're keeping. Never mind. Here, as you were. <laughs> Nikki's handed me a, a piece of paper that's just got boxer stand written on it. <laughs> the IMAX falling through people are saying it's a boxer stand. <laughs> well, see, that's another uh, person. Bad luck. For Ross Noble's oh, yeah. tour of eccentric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bloke who was selling boxes of sand on the computer, passing them off as on the computer, on the internet. He's selling them as computers. Yeah. Whilst from his lofty uh, 24, 24th floor office, yeah. which was just an old... Ex- four days off has killed my brain. <laughs> this is awful. Sorry. It's not the normal fizzing, popping <laughs> energy centre it normally is. The telegraph folder that he lived in before he was dragged down by his stripper wife with photographs of herself. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. A man lived at the top of a pole in wow. protest for being sent to jail for being caught selling boxes of sand and passing them off as computers. He is our man of the year yeah. at this point. And, and the runner-up is a guy who thought he was Michael Chiklis. Yeah. The guy who tried to buy explosives, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Posing as? Posing as the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, third runner-up, the Geelong footballer who drank a bottle of sunscreen off the back of someone's porch because he was that. Have you got some great crime footage from the news, Mr. Marshall? This is magnificent. Uh, it's from uh, Today Tonight last yes. week. Um, and they love boons. <laughs> they love boons. <laughs> yeah, they love boons. They show off. Show off. Some people have taken upon themselves to uh, vigilante up uh, the suburban streets of Australia. Yeah, and yeah. have uh, you know actually bought their own speed camera guns <laughs> and are taking it upon themselves <laughs> yeah, to no monitor people and clock them speeding and then report the lump license plates <laughs> to the police. Are they hiding at all? Are they trying to disguise themselves? Yes, yeah, they've got signs out the front of their house saying you know this is this area is under surveillance. They've bought their own cameras just to keep the speed down on their amazing. And, uh, yeah, some streets are, uh, are partial to, um, are very good for drag racing on. Sure. Because they're straight, there's no speed humps and what have you, and some residents in Queensland have actually taken umbrage to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually uh, worked out their own brand of vigilante justice. Sick of their street being used as a racetrack, residents of Matilda Town the Gold Coast blockaded it with their own vehicles to trap the hands until police arrived. 
It resulted in a reality check and old-fashioned tongue lashing from the local traffic cop. What are you doing here? Looking for sure, right? What you're looking for is a boot the arse. That his own show. Just every week he comes out and dishes out. What you're looking for is a boot the arse. Is he wearing his own police uniform he's made? I was just thinking that, like, little... Plain card, epaulette. I like to think it's like really elaborate too. A really big hat. He comes out with brass everywhere, holding a spatula that he's shined up. Spatula of justice. So what did he, the excuse was good. I'm looking for Sean. What do get us out of this? Take him to the wicker man. Here's some great crime. Uh, bikey wars in Victoria. But is it bikey? Who could have you been? know, they're being targeted. They're e- it's easy to blame bikey. This is good. Get on the bikey side. Who else? could be responsible for hurling Molotov cocktails at a house. Listen to this from the Channel 9 News. A Werribee property owned by the Rebels Motorcycle Club has been targeted by arsonists. Molotov cocktail was hurled at the block of units just after the block last night. Detectives can't confirm if a rival gang is responsible for with it's just children. Five weeks ago, unknown gunmen fired 30 bullets into the Geelong headquarters of the Rebels' rivals, the Banditos. Yeah, that would have been children as well, I'm guessing. <laughs> when is the police going to crack down on children? <laughs> the Ribena cocktails. Children have been getting away for too long. So the police are seeing they going, well, Molotov cocktail through the front of a bikey headquarters. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm smelling children. Yeah, throw it again. Get down to kindergarten. Confiscate all their bottles and kerosene. <laughs> what do they need, Mr. Marsland? You know what they need? What you're looking for is a You've come to the right program. You know, this, I, I, this show just does not have enough Ross Noble. Yeah, that's my problem with it. True. He's not meant to be here till the next hour. Nah. Do you reckon we can make some calls and get him in early? I reckon it's a good chance. Let's do that. Radio, radio magic. Helping <laughs> women feel sexy again. <laughs> Triple ever around the nation. We can't disguise it anymore. Ross Noble's the answer. He's dead. 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 He's Oh my god. Was that, I got my DVD. Wow. Well, I was, right, going to come in and shamelessly plug my DVD. Which right, looks which fantastic. Is, which I've got you all a copy of, and I thought, Thank you very much. It's a bit, it's a bit sort of, uh, it's a bit of ego, isn't it, to say, oh, here, I have my DVD. So what yeah. I've done is, right, you've no, tempered it. What I've done is that I went Thank to the shop and I bought you each a carry on DVD. <laughs> 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 the DVD of carry on, did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see, I've got three DVDs, the carry on Henry, yes. in England, and so, I mean, you know, my DVD, don't feel obliged to watch it. Wow. I just thought that would be a nice thing to do. But look, there's three carry-on films. Oh. And we're going to have to fight over and them. Can right. on, uh, I, would, I would go, Henry, Henry's actually my favourite. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think Sid James' stories in uh, carry-on England. No. Yeah. Oh, did you see the Sid James last night? No. Tell, oh, you've been watching TV all weekend. Oh, yeah. Last night? At midnight on uh, ABC, <laughs> Bless This House, the movie. Oh, the movie! Which wouldn't have had the theme song. See, that's the bad part about those movies. Well, I, th- I think there was a little... I'll tell you what it did have, though, in terms of the music, because <laughs> there's a lot of people like the Orbo. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
carrying in a shed. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a great scene in it where for no reason somebody falls in some concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Not even, he's just building it. But at one point, the two of them, because they're building an illegal still. Oh, yeah. In a shed. Good idea. neighbour moves in and he's a customs and excise guy. Right. Oh, yeah. they're trying to hide it. And at one point, they get tangled up in a hill point. <laughs> and the music played on the oboe is, here we go around the bulbary bush. So they're trying to turn off the illegal seat. You know how the Americans won't allow, you know, footage from the Iraq war. They won't let you see the coppins with the flags being brought home. If they just had a bit of oboe music under everything, just sort of take the edge off the... But even when the soldiers are going into battle, you know how they used to have, like, uh, in Vietnam, din, 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 and they're flying in. You know, obviously, with the complete disaster they've made of Iraq, it would be brilliant if they had, just as all the Humvees are driving in, something's going to happen here. Terry Scott's going to get shot with a mortar and fall in some concrete. Rounding up the insurgents with a bit of gimme that ding. Oh, all right, Rob. Every time they bring them out, you hear. People will be more on time. We have got so much to talk about on this show this morning and indeed this afternoon. But we need some music. Ed, Ed can you give us something new, please? No, what I've got. We've got guests here. No, I know. I've taken us back to Rich's goth days. Yeah. Uh, we're in the proscenium, people. Oh, yeah. Rich's got the makeup on. They're yeah. making out like crazy to tainted love. Mm-hmm. And then he's just going to lay this fat beat on you. A two, three, four. Good Charlotte, good Charlotte. Is the words I was pronouncing there when the satellite just kicked in. It's triple M around the nation. The program is to get this. Right. Ross Noble is with us, so let's climb Talkback Mountain. <laughs> Before we get to any other business, Ross, what's that thing in your hands? <laughs> oh, so You've pushed it a couple of times. Yeah, what have you it's done? The, uh, oh, it's, it's stigmatic, but you stuff. I tell you what, about, when I was on my bike the other day, um, like normally you wouldn't grip the hand fast with the bike, you know, you just throw them lightly. Mm. But I was so cold because I went, I, I went from uh, New South Wales back into Victoria, okay. and all of a sudden I was, and I had my so much clothing on, and I was freezing. I've got heated grips on the bike. So I turned the heated grip right up, and then with my left hand, was gripping very hard to try and get as much warmth into my hand, and I got a little bit of a blister, and it burst. And now I look like uh, the, the left-hand side of our Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Literally placed on a bike. <laughs> 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 People were shouting, and I passed by. So, yes, yeah, so I've got a, a horrible disease wound, which I didn't think would matter on the radio. <laughs> 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 We're going to find out what's been happening on your bike uh, in the next hour, but for this DVD. Now, I remember you put out a DVD, I think it might have been of Unreal Time, with the two, where you had a bonus. Extra of just a whole second concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, then that was enough. I better do a commentary on the concert. Yeah, as well. yeah. Well, I've done that again, but it's like uh, it was nine hours on that. 
You need two hands to pick it up. Well, my problem is that, you know, like yourself, I'm a bit of a DVD. You know, when I buy a DVD, I want something scrappy. Yeah, All the bells and whistles. Yeah, And there's like that thing, like, if it falls out, obviously it's got the cellophane on it at the moment. But the thing inside falls out, and there's all little pamphlets and things, and there's I just, I can't, I, yeah, pamphlets. No, I love pamphlets. Yeah, more of a pamphlet than a pamphlet. Pamphlets more about sort of disease. <laughs> you know, no, I've been campaigning because normally, uh, if you open up one of these, they carry on Henry. Yeah. There won't be a booklet in there. Yeah, look, but they've got the clips are still there, locking. Oh, yes, yeah, it could yeah, be yeah, holding yeah. something if oh, we wanted. Oh, no, oh, no, you'll see. Oh, if you want. That's, that's, one, no, that's one of the extras as well. Let's get this thing out and get inside, right? <laughs> <laughs> You've been complaining for pamphlets. Oh, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> what is it? My God, it's an oracle. It's so much folding out to be done. Four discs, six hours of extras. This thing is called random, by the way. Yeah, yeah what's yeah. that last? Yeah. 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 Look at those cards. Those cards. Yeah, yeah. 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 Look at that. It's supposed to much like the one I've got of Dick Emery. That's where I got the ideas from. It's the full, you know, yeah. it's, well, what, it's what you want. I love it when there's just too much stuff on the DVD. Exactly, but I couldn't stop myself. It was like I was going, oh, we'll put that on. Oh, and then what did we do? And then we did, and then it just kind of fired out of control. Oh, and I, I was on the came back and went, you do realise this is going to have to be four discs. <laughs> but we love that. I just worked on a DVD recently, and I did so many extras. They're going, oh, mate, you can't have that many extras on the DVD. And so I'm staging the film. Mm. And I'm going, who ever takes a DVD back to the shop? And says, I've paid my money, there's just too much on here. Too much on here. Exactly. Now a man, so it's now my ex-wife is a man. I don't have to pay any more alimony. But listen to this. 
this. Listen to that. So the lady, now a man. Bizarre coincidence. She's legally changed her name to Julio Roberto Silverwolf. Georgie Dirtbike. 
Richard Grocock. <laughs> Dick Grocock. Dick Grocock. Did you see that? Uh, what's uh, uh, thingy Bob? Um, oh, what's his name? You know the pretty one that married Liza Minnelli. Uh, oh, David, David, David. David. Yeah, he he was on a, a reality TV show in the UK, and he came out with this. He just went, "I know a woman called the Jagger Seaman." <laughs> Yeah, he must have been in a desperate corner in that jungle. Because keep in mind, David Jess is just a face drawn on a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everyone who was named and shamed. We'll do it again. There's too many to get to. We certainly will. And we've got more Ross Noble in the remainder of this hour. <laughs> I don't know. 
but you're on a motorbike yeah. and you're on tour, but yeah. you're also filming and we're being filmed right now yeah. for some kind of documentary. Yeah, yeah, I'm shooting the whole thing too. Uh, the problem is that, like, last time I went in and I said, oh, yeah, I'm looking for interesting people to meet and, you know, I'll... People in their shed up to something. Exactly. Unfortunately, that has been interpreted as <laughs> send me an email and tell me to come and get paid if you want. <laughs> <laughs> How many discs well, on the DVD would just be well, there? Well, it, well cause the trouble is, I don't drink. So uh, it's basically, yeah. I've had like hundreds and hundreds of people say, hey, just come to my house. <laughs> you want to meet my mate? And I go, why? Like, no, no actual reason. <laughs> You know, it could be good. But I did have a, 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 an exceptionally, the, 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 my, the funnest thing I've done so far is I was in a shop, the guy walks up and he goes, You're going uh, around with you and you walk back on. Like, yeah, and he went, Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> but now I didn't know whether that meant he was going to go ahead and clear the road for wildlife or what was going He said, You want to meet my mate? He's got a Harley Davidson Earth. Oh, and this is a motorbike sidecar, but it takes a coffin. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I ended up, we entered this guy's house, and uh, and I said, well, can I have a go? So I mean, and can I have a ride? Right. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, no problem. So he puts his helmet on, and just just to make the line <laughs> in the coffin. And then next thing you know, we're driving at Harley Davidson quite fast around um, uh, a cemetery. <laughs> we went to the cemetery and just the first thing was, I'm lying there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, surrounded clear and And I'm lying with my, I thought, best across here. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, a, in a, you know, dead body. Um, and, that, and then he went, uh, we'll head back then, because his garage was just over the road from the ceremony. Uh, ceremony. <laughs> cemetery, yeah. There was a ceremony going on. Sure, one day. And then as we pull out like that, it was... Like, as normally, mm. you don't see people leaving mm. the cemetery with a body. <laughs> and then, so, <laughs> so we pull out, and there's this guy <laughs> driving this four-wheel drive. He sort of double takes <laughs> the fact that this bloke's got a body on the thing. And I went, all right? <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> this guy's wow, you, know, you know, things like that have kind of, you know. You've got to keep yeah. that footage. And, you know, years from now, when you finally, you know, pass away, Ross, years from now, at the end of a four-disc set, yeah. uh, they could just run that footage. Here we go, footage from the uh, noble uh, ceremony. Yeah. Just sped up a bit. Yeah. Benny Hill music coming up. Oh yeah, that's, that's that's definitely what's going to be at my funeral, without a shadow of doubt. And now we commit him to the eternal flames. What's going on in people's houses? Like, what about any like weird shrines or anyone like built the world's largest Bundy Rum, something or another? Well, or like I say, I haven't really been in many people's houses. Although, I tell you what, I would recommend, and my wife and I did this in the UK. Go and look at houses. That you have no intention of buying. Oh, yeah. I know people who do this for a hobby. Oh, yeah, my mum is one of those people. We, oh, there was one we went to. It's not terrible, isn't it? But um, what we went to, the woman collected um, dragon. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 And, and there was a whole, um, and it was, it was this really odd thing where it was a perfectly normal suburban <laughs> living room. And then there was just dragons. <laughs> and then, like, uh, snow domes with dragons inside. But loads of them. And then, like, in the other the corner of the room, a tiny mirror ball. Oh, and it's from the ceiling. Oh, dragon disco. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's gone, like, at night, like, when it gets dark, she goes, 
riding your nan, <laughs> you know, like on paper you think oh, that'd be hilarious, <laughs> but you know she's frail and you know, yeah. And then, um, but um, job yeah, job 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 job. Um, but yeah, so no, the thing is, they said on stage, and and I, oh, I was mad. I was, I was mad. The um, it was like a sponsored event. The sponsors had gone, oh, we took some brand and yeah. yeah. baseball, yeah. 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 bouncing around, and they just stopped and just. This was the, this was the, just pound guys, stop, stop, and the band all stopped, and uh, Frank Black goes, uh, I'm sorry, don't do beach balls. <laughs> yes. What a good, is that, is that, is that being laid out in a manifesto at any point? Has, has any, that's why they broke up for so many years. Hang on, you don't do beach balls, what, what? Wow. I don't care who you are. If somebody turns up your gig with a beach ball, you do beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Is there anywhere where you would draw the line, Ross? You know, if you saw something going on down there? And um, well, one of the shows in the UK, a fight broke out. Yeah. Um, what about? Uh, just to, well, <laughs> beach ball. Uh, yeah, beach ball. <laughs> yeah, there was a full uh, beach volleyball team. <laughs> 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 That's a bit much, isn't it? Do I, do I put the sand on it? <laughs> 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 um, oh, just this, um, this woman had sort of, uh, there's a drunk man and he was yeah. kind of making a bit of noise. And she, rather than keep the noise down, had basically said in the order of term, you, you should be quiet. <laughs> As you might have also mentioned the fact that, um, that, that all I heard was F off midget. <laughs> That's all I heard. And then uh, there was security. <laughs> <laughs> but but as I stand there going, Ross Noble doesn't do midget face fighting. <laughs> no, I, I think he does. But I'm more than encouraging. If you are a person of restricted growth, turn up to Monsieur down the front. Stop him. Feel free to punch away. Midget brawls. That's what you can expect if you come and see Ross Noble in Busy Logic. It's at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And then Chances yeah. are he's showing up at your town on his motorbike mm. just filming you. Are we going to have a break, Mr. Yeah. Marshall? We'll take and then, what about unusual facts? Oh, oh we've been saying in a Look at how many pub ammos I've kept. Look at this magazine over the last year just waiting for Ross to come back. That'll be next. Go and get that on the beat, I'm next to you. Triple M, good morning, Melbourne, Adelaide, Brisbane, and Sydney. Or good afternoon, if you prefer. <laughs> Sorry, we're still catching up because Ross knows it. No. He's ed distracting us. We were talking, uh, oh, there was a breaker just at the beginning of that ad break where you heard a guy go, You don't get out on the beat of Max. That was uh, Jim from EastEnders. <laughs> Ross, have you been uh, sort of in EastEnders? Oh, you, you were just uh, uh, Yes, I forced uh, <laughs> us for my shows. When we, uh, um, I get text messages of people going, you were on EastEnders tonight, <laughs> and uh, when, the sh- when I do the shows in London, we have the big fly posters, they put them up on the wall, and of course, because Albert Square is a you know, realistic thing, yeah. they get the posters and they actually put them up, so frequently there'll be sort of, you know, a couple of characters talking about, you know, how they're going to uh, go and visit their, you know, dying mother in hospital, <laughs> there'll be a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> Crying, <laughs> the, the dying mother bit going, oh, I must book tickets. Yes, <laughs> 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 and I love how because EastEnders is, uh, you know, a few years behind here. But what they're doing oh, is, right. yeah, 
Yeah, but they're showing like two episodes a night so that slowly but surely it's catching That's up. Right, yeah, and yeah. the only way you can tell is what music is being played in the show. <laughs> so, you know, at the moment, it's, 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 it's like, who let the dog down? He's <laughs> <laughs> still playing in the shop. He's wearing E17 t-shirts. We need some uh, trivia. That's what we need. I used to live in East 17. Really? Yeah. Was it an accurate reflection? <laughs> oh, the band? Not only was it, it was a terrifying, terrifying likeness. Of Were you that. into that, though? Were you, did you have the hat? Oh, with the, the full hat. With, with, the, with the, the metal bit on the front? The norm style. <laughs> yeah. used to wear. Uh, well, East 17, like it's a, East 17, which is also famous for, uh, you know, this big terrorist um, yeah, yeah. bus that they did? That, yeah. was, that was at the end of Arrow Street. Oh, right. And uh, sort of, yeah, the East 17 is bit, it's Waltham's store. Is it tough? Because the kids, yeah. they were tough. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, the name yeah. of the album as well, wasn't it, Waltham's though? Oh, was that album? Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, there wasn't enough East 17 questions in that music quiz a couple of weeks ago, was there? Um, yes, it is. It's, it's a, a very sort of uh, it's the sort of area where you know, I, like I bought a hashtag because everyone like everyone went, "You're mad. Why would you?" And I went, "Oh, that'd be. Oh, why not? The houses are really cheap." I didn't fully understand the whole <laughs> buying a house thing that you're supposed to look nation location. Everyone's going, wow, look at this. And I'm telling them, well, I bought this three bedroom mm-hmm. massive house and it's got all things in it. Wow, that, how did you? In Walthamstow, you idiot. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Did you ever do the button? Just one button and the jacket at the top and the rest just left to its own devices to flail? The, the, you can't help but dress like flying a hobby. You used to drive around the area in this big car, but then it all went wrong and you know, it's a familiar story. We need some unusual facts. We're going to rustle some up and we'll be back after this. Oh. Of course, let it be said of all the Jay Gold. Whistling ending. Much underused now. What else, Rich? Other whistling songs. I mean, Billy Down by the Schoolyard. Wind of Change. Billy Joel. Scorpion. Stranger, yeah, the Scorpion. Scorpion's a mean of it. Quite a bit. Wow, I guess. the Wind of Change was unemployed. They're working on something new with bowling for soup. Oh, yeah. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, where, of course, it is Stephen Seagal's birthday. Here he comes now. Happy birthday to the band himself. He doesn't want to be known as a sex symbol, remember that. doesn't want to be known just as a sex symbol. No, he wants to be known as a blues musician yeah. with his band Thunderbox. Yeah. <laughs> Does he want to be known as a man whose head actually looks like a baby pig? <laughs> if you were to take a baby pig and just draw a face on its back and then stand it up, and then put oil on. <laughs> That's speed. That's what we'll be doing. Unconvincing hairpiece on right. tomorrow's show. Unusual facts. That's what we're playing today. We just want to hear about them. Ross has already dropped about seven during that last song. Rick Parfit, lead singer of Status Quo. I don't know if this is true. Right, but let us hear it. It's unusual though. Somebody told me that he had a um, that he had a dog that he only spoke to in German. <laughs> He trained it in German? I believe so. I mean, I might, might have got it cheap off the German book. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I've told you that story about the um, uh, Chris Rea. Oh, yeah, Chris Rea. Yeah, Chris Rea. Um, a guy who went round to, to his house, and Chris Rea was building a fountain. Um, and he fell out of bricks and like it looked like a child had made it. <laughs> 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 that you picked him as I mean. 
What's this? And he went, I'm building a boat. And he went, well, but you, you're a multi-millionaire. Get some on to do that. No, I'll do it myself. And he had like bin bags. Like it was somebody, like you haven't even got the right, the right. <laughs> it's got to be better than Christopher's one. Oh, yeah. Oh, Christopher, he always, he pops up. I watch a lot of religious television. Um, a huge amount of religious television. Um, what was the fact that I'm not a fan of religion? That's very funny. And um, yeah, Christopher now does the rounds on the, um, he's always on these like heaven and earth style shows, talking about his uh, spirituality. Yeah, he is. One of the Baldwins has got Living It. I think it's Stephen Baldwin has a church now called Living It, which is like the skateboarding church. Brilliant. The unusual suspect. Right, so his book is yeah. a book of learning. So, do you think, what, and Jesus has like got a skateboard on him? Yeah. That yeah. must be terrible. So when he falls, how does he stop himself? <laughs> He's on the cross and that. So, the star of Biodome yeah. has started his own religion. He's turned his back on Paulie Shaw and the whole Biodome era, and now it's all skateboarding Jesus. So the man who's saying, don't pay the ferryman, is showing up on religious. Isn't religion moving in a bold new direction? <laughs> yeah. How long before Screech starts his own church? Oh, no, because he's done the porn. Yeah, he's oh, done the, the, the porn for 30 centuries. Yeah. Yeah. That's an unusual fact. We're looking yeah. for unusual facts. Stan Winston is, of course... Uh, the man who did all the uh, animatronics for the Terminator. Yeah. Did he do uh, I don't know. He directed Pumpkinhead. That was Joe Dante. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dante. There we go. Joe Dante. Joe Dante directed it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 the Gremlins themselves may have been a Stan Winston. Yeah, no, they were. Yeah, yeah. 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 What's your unusual Stan Winston fact, like, Ross? Well, an unusual Stan Winston fact is the head of the Stan Winston creature shop. Yeah. Stan Winston stuff. It's got a monkey named after me. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But is it a real monkey or an animal? Yeah, not, really, not, not really sure. Didn't like to ask. And when is Ross? When is Ross Noble making his screen debut? <laughs> yeah, oh, I'd like that. That'd be great, wouldn't it? You've <laughs> read it. No, but the trouble is, it's if they've got a credit, then he would be Ross Noble in America, and then if I'm doing any gigs in America, I'd have to call myself Ross. Not the monkey in the world. <laughs> Which actually I wouldn't mind. I'm going to be referred to that. And if you brought that, uh, your DVD out with the monkey holding the DVD, they would think it's a monkey holding a DVD of an impersonation of a human. Oh, oh, right. That's exactly the sort of trouble you run into. Here's an unusual thing. This is the kind of stuff we're looking for from the page. Well, can I do a quick, here's a quick one for you. Yeah, it's a, a real one. I discovered. You know how if you open, um, like, people think that owl poo. You know, no, no, maybe not. You know, Alpha. What? What? Tell me about Alpha. What do you know about Alpha? Alpha? It's uh, always in the dark. Not really. Okay. It's it's comes out of an owl's heart. Well, it does. But you know, the open up because owls don't digest. Oh. So if you if you uh, if you snap open an owl poo, it's got the entire bones of a creature. In it. <laughs> it's like a fortune, you know that? I didn't know they were like. I didn't know they ate things. I thought they ate berries. Really? Mice. Carnivorous berries. That's why they swoop with big claws. Pick a berry, and then and sometimes you see them crushing grapes. They make their own wine, owl wine. But they don't digest it. They just—it's just a transportation. But this is the thing. I was going to hit you with an unusual fact. Like turns out, I—I assume everyone knew that. But it's actually when you find pellets, right? You find owl pellets in the forest. 
and when you crack them open, you're inside you'll find the complete rolls of yeah, maybe a whistle yeah. or a paper hat. <laughs> yeah, a <little> joke. <laughs> two out of playing pool. One says, two hits to you. The other one goes, no. That's not a joke. Turns out that's not poo at all. I, for years, have gone around thinking that that's the owl pellet is poo. It's not, it's vomit. Oh, oh, cool. So they eat their stuff and then they vomit over the bone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little capsules of vomit. Capsules of vomit. And for years, and I only found this, this out this week, the, um, uh, when the owl information officer came <laughs> on the door. Very few things to hear, Mr. Noble. They like Jehovah's Witnesses, but more owl beer. <laughs> interested in the, and so, yeah, so the, the, and I thought for years that you went to Alpo and you discovered all the things. Yeah, so for years, the people have been snapping open Alpo. They've actually been snapping yeah, open Alpo. Yes. Well, well, of course, do we feel now? Right. No, this, is, stuff, this yeah. is the kind of stuff we're looking for. Carrots. You know, the carrots don't make you see in the dark. No, no, that's it's true. You know, do you know, do you know where that comes from? No, carrot seeds. Sorry, we're never going to get any. You've seen that we've got a lot of carrots back here. Everyone thinks that carrots, that, you know, oh, eat carrots helps see in the yeah. dark, right? But the nonsense. During the Second World War, there was too many. That was the one thing that that uh, you could produce in uh, in England, in the UK. You could just eat carrots. That people could grow them in the garden. But people didn't really like carrots so much, so the government pr- printed up propaganda posters saying carrots help see in the dog. Because the one thing that people, because there was blackout, blackout, and everyone couldn't see, and the one thing that people were frightened of was the dog, and they wanted to be able to see. Everyone started eating carrots. You see, Ooh, the war Yeah, I'll tell you what's good for during a drought, says the government. Daryl Summers' new album. <laughs> <laughs> so we can move them. Yeah. Listen to this. Carrots. carrots used to be purple. Did you know that? No, no they know. Carrots, carrots used to be purple. They were cross-bred to become orange mm. by politically motivated Dutch farmers. Now, I don't know what sort of political advantage you have. What platform is that? I don't know. Have you heard that? Richard? I have heard that one, and it's like that broccoli story. That What's the broccoli? broccoli is actually story? created by Albert Broccoli. To the guy who did the cubby broccoli. Cubby broccoli, the guy who did the Somebody uploaded that on the show once before, and then we looked it up, and it turns out broccoli had been around since like the 12th century or something. So he went back in time, did he? Cubby broccoli. Didn't have enough on his hands with the spy who loved me. I'm going to go back in time and invent a a vegetable named after. That was a real fact. Apparently that's nonsense. So vegetable based facts is what we're after. But the carrot used to be purple. Perfectly true. true. Yeah. <laughs> I, clearly. You know, you know the best thing about eating broccoli and cauliflower is for me. Is the fact that it, it looks like tiny trees. It does. <laughs> oh, it does. And oh, it's so know? satisfying. I try and stand them all up like a little forest. Yeah. So satisfying. <laughs> Call us with your unusual facts. See if you can amaze Ross. Just one more. Yeah. Look at this. Stuff to buy, Ross. You said you bought a house. Maybe it was an ill advised oh, advi- advi- investment. You said stop, stop Dubai. Stop Dubai. <laughs> stop Dubai. Take <laughs> the country of Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> stop, go on. Look at that. $1.1 million microphone. Oh, look oh, that's, that's what we need on this show. You know what I've got at home, right? And I'm not a bling bling person at all. Well, I can probably get out. But I look homeless. And um, <laughs> I, I don't own anything. I don't own any jewelry. I own no bling. There's no, you know, I don't have anything. The one thing that I do have, which, I, which would fit into this category, which I owned and odd about buying it, and then the missus said, if you don't buy it, you'll regret that for the rest of your life. I have got a gold slinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a gold 
Blinky. And do you ever use it or is it just hiding Blinky. That is an unusual fact. Call us with yours. Anything at all. One triple three five three. I'm talking about the uh, carry on movies just for a moment. Ross Noble is with us at Triple X. It's not for longer. It's unusual facts. Who's got one here? Hi, I'm Nim Zawaya. I'm pretty good, thanks, Ed. How are you doing, boys? I'm really good. Well, we're, we're good. I'm saying speaking for everyone. Tell us for your facts. Um, are you aware of the video game Mortal Kombat? Yes, of course I am. Now, as you all know, there's a lot of coloured ninjas in there. Yeah. And in Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, one of the ninjas is purple and named Rain. Because Ed Byrne, creator of Mortal Kombat, is a huge Prince fan. That's a WWF attitude. I know it's a claim game, but yeah, you're on the right track. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, but I think we can go a lot more unusual. Andrew, how are you? Not too bad, mate. Uh, there you go, boy. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Especially since we heard about that broccoli. Do you know broccoli? You know the vegetable broccoli? Yeah, yeah. When Do you reckon that's a new thing or been around for centuries? No, it's been around for centuries. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Going oh. to Wikipedia. But then that's always a dangerous thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I fell for it. <laughs> What's your fact, Andrew? Uh, uh, if you eat too many carrots, your skin will actually turn orange. <laughs> <laughs> And just rub your, your hand on the skin. Do, do about 30 or 40 carrots and just rub your hand on the skin. You'll get an orange glow on your skin. See, this seems to be the basis of fake tan everywhere. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. Maybe oh, Silvio uh, Berlusconi. <laughs> Maybe that's a <laughs> carrot bath every morning. <laughs> that's a nice look. Uh, I'd love to know how many. If anyone can tell us how many carrots it is, I'd love to know. <laughs> Next. Uh, and would your mouth go first? Would your mouth be the most orange? Oh, that's true. And your teeth. Probably. Okay. All right, Peter, how are you? Yeah, good afternoon. Your pastor. The, the vegetable squash was the first genetically designed vegetable specially made to present on a plate for dinner. Does it look like a duck originally? And so what, uh, and why, what, so why did they go with that particular shape, do we know? Because I don't think squashes look that delicious. I think back when it was came about, it probably looked good on a plate. Now it just looks shocking. Thank you very much, Peter. Sorry, Mr. Jack. You're going to update the design, you know, get it to look like Anna Nicole. I need to breathe the word Stella McCartney on it. Then it'll suddenly be more attractive. You'd think the scientist would have just changed the shape of Peter. Wouldn't that be easier to create a new vegetable? They've got a lot on, well, on their plate, as it were. How are you? Good, thanks. Good, you're back. Uh, in the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yes. uh, Matthew Broderick and Jennifer Grey, who play brother and sister, mm. were going out. That's right. The mother and father, the people who played the mother and father of Ferris Bueller, uh, met on the, that film and ended up marrying each other. Oh, there you go. Anyone else got a Ferris Bueller fact I want to get out of this system? Uh, Helen Ruck disappeared and then showed up on that Spin City. That's all I know about that. Helen Ruck was 30 at the time. And Jeffrey Jones. He was. Uh, probably some unusual facts that we shouldn't mention. Helen <laughs> <laughs> Ruck was 30 when he did that film. Yeah, he was wow. 30, yeah. Helen Ruck was 30 in Ferris Bueller's yeah, Day Off. Are you glad you came in, Ross? Yeah. You're learning. That is mind-blowing. We have time for one more unusual fact. Yes, yes. 
let's go to Paul with a very strange description. How are you, sir? I'm very well. It's completely not vegetable related. Well, we'll see about that. What it's is it? It's a little interactive. Put your hand flat on the desk for me. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Now tuck your middle finger underneath your palm as yes. far as it can go. Yes. Now try and lift your ring finger. Oh, uh, but you know, I really thought this was going to end with me giving myself the finger. Yeah, what it was going to be. <laughs> Not very hard. Thank you, Paul. Uh, but I am getting some movement, though, man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Get a little bit of movement, but not very much at all. Where okay. if, you put, if you tuck your ring finger under, you'll be able to lift your middle finger quite easily. Look at that. There you go. Hey. roundabout. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Paul, for a very visual fact. Uh, I'm going to do it. If I ever get trapped in, like, in rubble, yeah. I'm going to make sure that I took that finger out. <laughs> No, you laugh and I could see if you like that. If the rubble falls, just remember, chuck the ring finger. There you go. Ring finger in. We are going to trap Ross Noble under some rubble, and we'll be back with the results next. Don't get there.